we would like to teach you a, a brand new worship course. Maybe you already sing it here, so apologize if you do. But the Lord's words of the song says, Lord, I want to know you better than I know me. Teach me, Lord, to know your ways and to know your truth. And the song asks us to do this. Rid, rid us of our pride and strip us of our pride of the world so we can solely concentrate on him. It goes like this. We'll teach it to you now. Says, Lord, I want to know you better than I know me. Teach me, Lord, to know your ways, to know your truth. Lord, I want to know you better than I know me. Teach me, Lord, know you Lord I want to know better than I know me better than I know me teach me Lord to know your ways to know your truth then it says this rid me of the pride rid me of the pride of this world so that I can see you clearly teach me lord to know your ways strip me lord strip me of the pride of this world so that i can see you clearly teach me lord to know your ways i want to know lord i want to know Teach me, Lord, to know your ways, to know your truth. Teach me, Lord, Lord, I want to know you better than I know me. Teach me, Lord, to know your ways, to know your truth. Watch. Keep on calling, calling out.
Lord, I want to know you better than I know me. Teach me, Lord, to know your ways, to know your truth. Lord, I want to know you better than I know me. Teach me, Lord, to know your You may be seated. Friends, Pastor Mike, uh, pastors of church here in Zanesville, if you head on out toward Cambridge on 70, you'll see Rushing Wind Biker Church right off of 70. It sits there on the right-hand side. Uh, I've known Pastor Mike for quite a while, actually. Um, our paths have crossed at different points. Uh, probably the most impactful point for me, uh, I used to work at a place called House of Hope. It was out in Deaver Town. It was a boarding school for troubled teens. Mike came out uh, one Wednesday morning. He doesn't remember this. I remember it. But he came out and he ministered uh, to uh, several of the young men that we had. Uh, these were young men coming from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, involved in gangs, kids who were dealing with drugs, and alcohol, and Mike just has such a heart and passion. I read an article this morning about Mike, um, and he is quoted as saying that he is a pastor to misfits. And I think for all of us, we, we are all here in different stages. We're here because we're struggling with, you know, money or personal issues or our marriage or our health. Um, and we're just struggling to find Jesus. And I, I love that verse that we just said. We're here to learn. We want to learn Jesus's ways. And we're so thankful, Mike, that you're here today to, to bring that. So I'm just going to pray a little blessing over Mike, and then he's going to deliver the word for us here. So let's pray together. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you uh, for this day. We are so thankful for our brothers and sisters out at Rushing Wind and for them being here this morning. I know they were worshiping last night, and they're here today. Uh, Father, we just ask that you would be with Pastor Mike as he uh, brings us your word. And Lord, that we would open our hearts. Holy Spirit, come and fill this place and we give these things in your name amen well thank you thank you for allowing us to come as i said earlier in the 815 service that you know um, we should be careful with the pulpit and who we relinquish it to um, we rushing wind are coming in the house of the lord to worship with the uh, pleasant grove global methodist church and Rolling Plains, Rolling Methodist Church, <laughs> Channersville, Global Methodist Church. And uh, I've known uh, Pastor John for a, a little while. Uh, we pray together on uh, Thursday mornings at 9 o'clock with some other pastors. There are Pentecostal pastors, pastors, there, pastors there. There are full gospel pastors there. There are Baptist pastors that come in once in a while. There are biker church, uh, a biker church pastor there. There are non-denominational uh, pastors come there. And what we love to do for a couple of hours is erase the name over the doorway. Erase the name over the doorway where we can come together. Biker church is gone. Rolling Plains is gone. The Baptist church is gone. Uh, Cornerstone is gone. And we come together. We laugh. We cry. We weep, we pray for you. We do. We pray for all of the congregation. 
you know, when pastors come together, that, that it seems like people put them in such a pedest, up on a pedestal. You know, we can't live, we can't live that. If you continue to put us up on a pedestal, pedestal that we can't do any wrong, dear God in heaven. Bible says that all have sinned to come short of the glory of God. Amen. All of us. And that there is none righteous. No, not one. Not one. So uh, we come together and we share our hearts. And um, every once in a while at the Salvation Army is where we meet. We will um, uh, pull out the piano from the wall and uh, we'll worship together. And come together as one as an army. There's a song that we sing at Rushing, at Rushing Wind that says, um, that talks about the army of Almighty God. And there's a song that says, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Because there's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To do what? To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. So as here... Uh, at Rolling Plains, we have rushing wind. You know, we have uh, our folks that come and, and struggle. Some, some, t some of them are alcohol-related, drug-related. Drug uh, some um, uh, marriages. Um, you know, nobody at our, our... We are an island there. We are an island of misfit toys. Someone said, I don't have a bike, so I can't come. Well, yes, you can. Half of our congregation doesn't ride. Amen. There you go. <laughs> uh, but um, wanted to give a special thanks to Missy for allowing us to use uh, Rolling Plains um, laminator. Uh, special thanks to John and Aaron and um, Greg and Jason and Phil for helping us get up, set up last night. We got out of church last night, and then we came here and set up our equipment, and they were kind enough. Listen, I want to tell you something. Man. You people are blessed with wonderful people who care about others. And you have been specifically placed here. I don't have to tell you this. You have been specifically placed here to answer a call by Almighty God. And, uh, you know, the devil wants to lie to you, but he ain't going to move his place. Only, only thing going to move his place is Almighty God, amen, and his Holy Spirit. That's how important I believe it is. Now, after getting out of the way, uh, David, where's your son? He was in here? Was he not in here? Back with the youth, I was watching him online play the guitar and sing, and what a blessing he is. And you guys have so many uh, youth that attend here. Praise God, way to go. It's pretty awesome. And I'm sorry, David, but go Panthers. <laughs> Got a couple big games coming. <laughs> Um, we are going to be in Exodus 
chapter 20. And I wanted to share with you the title of the message is 10. And um, I'm going to challenge you uh, maybe with your memory. And we're going to do that right now. Are you ready? I've got a top 10 list of some rock tunes. And I'll sing a few lines and uh, you finish them and tell me who the author of the rock tunes are. Now this morning, you know, being the early service, 815, we did country and western. Uh, but we're going to do rock tunes uh, tonight. Are you ready? Um, here's number 10. Um. <laughs> Smoke on the water. Bye. Man, we got some rock dudes over <laughs> Let me go over on this side just for a minute. <laughs> number nine. Carry on by. Okay, you're good. Who did it? Somebody's, somebody's answering them all over there. Number eight. Um, well, um, believe it or not, we did this song at our church, and um, we changed the words in it. Uh, the, the message was fly away from hell. So um, um, this is uh, number eight. I'm on that highway. By who? Oh, we got some rock and rollers in here, I'm telling you. That's, that's heavy stuff there. Uh, um, Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones, number seven. Um, if I were to just play the notes uh, with my mouth, boom, 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 Shut up. <laughs> Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix, number five. Mm. Sweet home. Well, we sing that at our church, but it's sweet home, hallelujah. Where skies are gray. Well, you guys are great. Um, welcome to the Hotel California. <laughs> by the who? Not the who. By who's it by? <laughs> the Eagles. Mama just killed a man. Queen. Bohemian. I think it's Bohemian Rhapsody. Number one. There's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold. Stairway to heaven, bye. All right. There are 50 states in the United States of America. I learned that at Maysville. <laughs> so it must be true. <laughs> I want you to name 10 states, and I want you to name them all at once. I'm only asking for 10, not the 50. So you can think around Ohio. There's several around Ohio, you know, Pennsylvania, I guess, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia. Okay, we're going to do it on three, and I want you to shout them out. Get ten states out. Be thinking about it. You ready? Come on, you can do this. All at once, on three. One, two, three. Let's hear it. I can't hear you. <laughs> You're not saying nothing. Oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. Wait, wait, I feel like I've been invited to Rolling Plains Pentecostal Church right here. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Nothing against the Pentecostals. This one I did not share with the morning class because I think <laughs> you might accept it a little better here. Are you ready? Name 10 beers. 
Yeah, you're laughing, but you know you can name five or six right off the bat. Budweiser, Stroh's, Rolling Rocks, Schlitz, Burger, Coors, Miller, Michelob, Corona, Bush, Keystone, Pass Blue Ribbon, Heineken, Guinnesses, Samuel Adams, POC, and I know I left some out. Don't tell me the ones I left <laughs> Hey, are we not good? With some top tens. Amen? We can go back. We can, we can remember. Um, um, maybe we've even embedded those memories on our hearts. But my question is this. Do you know God's top ten list? Do you know it? Some of you may do. May. Statistics show that 14 out of 100 professing Christians can name the Ten Commandments. So if we were to have 200 in here, this morning, maybe 28 or 30 of you. Listen, not too long ago, I knew of them, but I didn't know them. Pastor Mike, rushing wind biker church, 13 years, goes into the bars, goes into the clubhouses. <clears throat> and it's some of the things that we love to do, to be a light in the midst of darkness, but I didn't know. I didn't know them the way we should know them. And I'm going, to, I'm going to convey this to you. Why should we? I mean, we go to Exodus 20 and see them. But what did Moses go through to get them? What did God allow Moses to go through to get them? We know the rock songs. We know the states. We know the booze. Wow. And we're in the army of God. And Michael had a little problem a while back. The Ten Commandments. I could name some of them. They don't change. They've been removed. But you can't change God's Ten Commandments. You cannot change his top ten list. Amen. People are trying. They're trying, but they can't. 32,600,000 laws have been written, and none of them will come close to comparing them to God's top ten list. The Ten Commandments. That's why they want to remove them. That's why they have been removed. Because they collate with our religion and our Lord and our Savior and our God. Why should we know them? God took time. Watch. God took time on Mount Sinai to take his finger and write the Ten Commandments front and back on tablets of stone. And I didn't know them. How important is that? And should be to me. Do they save you? No. The Ten Commandments are there to remind us that we can't keep them. <laughs> we need a Savior. We need somebody named Jesus who died on the cross and shed his blood for each and every. Amen? Amen? 
man, aren't you glad that you're saved? Grace, mercy, compassion, and forgiveness. All that flowed from the cross of Calvary. <laughs> I think it's awesome. God doesn't change. His Ten Commandments do not change. They'll try to remove them, but they don't change. Abraham Lincoln said, if not for the Ten Commandments, we wouldn't know from right from wrong. And I mentioned this in the 815 um, <clears throat> gathering this morning that there are atheists that don't believe in God. But what they don't know is they're following the laws of Almighty God. They're valuable. They were sent from heaven. God took time to write them by his hand, by his finger. So I want to say, why don't we know them? But I'll make it more personal. Why don't I know them? Why didn't I know them not too long ago? We know everything else. We can, we can holler it all out. And, and uh, I want to hold your hand. Uh, we know the Beatles tunes. Because maybe you were one of them that sat in front of an old black and white Xena TV. And when my dad, I told my sister, was sitting over here. She don't remember. Well, maybe she does. But my dad uh, came in. And I'm just a little squirt. That was 1965. Just a little little guy and he goes oh you've got to come in Ed Sullivan's on he goes the Beatles are going to be there and I, I did I said daddy why do I want to watch a bunch of bugs <laughs> the Beatles and look this legacy they left behind help I need somebody she loves you yet ticket to ride yellow submarine strong we know these because they're in our heart but God said, do you, know, do you know my top ten list? And I didn't. Um, I, I, thought of, I thought of how, how uh, Moses appeared at that burning bush and God called him at the age of 80. Ladies and gentlemen, don't think you're too old to be called. His brother was 83. Aaron was 83. He said, I want you to do something great. Lead my people out of the land of Goshen out of Egypt, crossed the Red Sea. Three months, they traveled to Mount Sinai. We're getting there. Hang on. In three months, they murmured. They just saw 10 plagues hit Egypt, the nation of Israel. They saw God protect them, and Egypt was being judged. 10 plagues. And then they, they plummeted the Egyptians and took all their materials and their, and their gold and their silver, which helped build it tabernacle that they prayed at and worshipped around for 40 years and now they crossed the Red Sea and in three months time they're going we don't have any money we don't have enough food we should go back to Egypt and be enslaved at least we could eat thank God for Moses who intervened Threw a tree in some bitter water and made it sweet. God sent him quail to eat for 40 years. God sent him manna to have breakfast for 40 years. Their clothes never wore out for 40 years. God took care of them in spite of our murmuring and complaining. My murmuring. <laughs> 
and my complaining. He's an awesome God. He's, he's a faithful God who I love so much. How about you? Um, there's a, um, don't get excited, that's the last page I'm turning. <laughs> Exodus 20. Can we read the Ten Commandments? And then we're going to see what Moses... Look, we read the Ten Commandments. We talk about 40 days. We talk about 40 nights. He comes down with the tablets. And they're down there sinning and doing the things around the golden calf. That's it. No, it's not. Moses went through an awful lot to bring us God's top ten list. And here they are. Exodus chapter 20. Verse 1, and God spake to all these things, the words saying, I am the Lord thy God, and I brought you out of the land of Egypt. I brought you out of Egypt across the Red Sea, three months to the base of Mount Sinai. And <laughs> number one, you'll have no other gods. And I said that this morning, and I'll say it here, that the 815, if you don't, if we don't honor number one, we might as well throw the other nine away. You'll have no other gods before you. Try that in the biker community when we love chrome. <laughs> Big V twin engines and water-cold engines, air-cold engines. And we stay home from church so our bike will look nice for a bike show. You'll have no other gods before you. Number two, thou shalt, verse um, four, will make no graven image. Verse 7, don't take the Lord thy God's name in vain. Verse 8, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And then beginning with uh, verse 5, honor your mother and father. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Don't lie. Don't bear false witness, right? And what's the last one? Don't covet. Don't covet what everybody has, else has that you don't. But I'm telling you, if we don't get the first one, you'll have no other gods before you. My question, if we can even keep and can't, the other nine. Moses did not just go up the mountain once. His first trip up, chapter 19 of Exodus God calls him up and says I'm going to cause these Jewish people to be a holy, holy nation he goes back up a second time and he spends time with God in a thick cloud, wow who knows what was going on we'll find out when we get there, maybe see Moses and talk to him in uh, chapter 19 verse 10 Sometimes I wonder if, if we can do this before we come to church. God said, in three days, I'm coming down the mountain. Moses, I'm coming down. Prepare the people. You tell them the next three days to wash, to cleanse themselves, to sanctify themselves. I'm coming down the mountain. And I thought, how often do we fail 
and I'll use our, our church, where we roll in, uh, whether it's a car or a bike, to rushing wind on Saturday night, and we haven't prepared our hearts for nothing. Nothing. Maybe to wonder how much food's there. But, but to prepare our hearts for a time uh, to sup at the base of a mountain and to give God the glory that is due his holy name. To cleanse ourselves. Father, cleanse me. I'm heading to church. I'm expecting, God, that you will move in my life. You know, uh, we want to leave here positive in the things of Almighty God. So uh, on that third and fourth ascent, he warns the fourth ascent. He, wins, he warns the people and says, man, don't touch the mountain. Or he says, because I'm holy. In other words, don't sin. If I tell you don't, then don't do it. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And in chapter 19, what I just read, or in chapter 20, what I just read to you, God spoke. I didn't get this. Maybe you all are brainiacs and you got it. But in 20, we read the Ten Commandments. But God spoke them to the nation of Israel. He spoke them here. They knew the Ten Commandments before they got written on tablets. Because in Exodus 20, in verse 18, after God came down the mountain, after the third day, and all of the people, verse 18, saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the trumpet and the mountain and the smoke. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar. Oh, they ran from the mountain because they heard the voice of God. And then they said, verse 19, And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we will hear. But don't let God speak with us, lest we die so they heard of the ten commandments before God goes back up on a fifth ascent when the laws were given the Leviticus laws and, and how to build the tabernacle because God knew that they're going to need a tabernacle because they're going to be wandering in the desert for 40 years judgment comes upon them because they continue to refuse to serve God and in the sixth ascent Chapter 24, the tabernacle was built and the Ten Commandments. Did you know that 74 people went halfway up the mountain with Moses? 74, just halfway up. And the Bible says that they supped with God. You know, New Testament, how do we sup with God? Well, I can think of a, man, here's one way. Father, I come. I come before you and I love you. I worship you. I give you praise. How else do we sup with God? To take our prayer requests before his, his throne. How else do we sup with God? Taking the word of God and sharing it with people who are living in darkness. Seventy-four people. And then God did this. He said, Moses, come up just a little bit higher. I think we should do that. You know, in the tabernacle, when it was being used 40 days and 40 nights or 40 years uh, that it was in the tabernacle, watch this. There was an outer court. 
and then there was a fence, and then there were people outside. And all of those millions of Jews who were camped around that tabernacle in the desert that was picked up and moved and sat and set back up, all of those people had to follow some kind of commandment to get in the first gate. And when you got in that first gate into that court where the uh, burning altar was to offer up your lambs a sacrifice for sin, look, not everybody could go in there. And then if you were fortunate enough to get into the second gate, which was the entrance to the tabernacle and the holy place, only the high priest could go in there. Do you see what's happening? People are being left behind. Because as you press closer into the things of God, when we press close into the presence of Almighty God, when we press in, not everybody wants to go with you. So 74 people, 74 people are left, and Moses goes up and gets those Ten Commandments written. Why? Why should we have them on our heart? Because Moses, my bet Moses' legs was this big around. <laughs> I mean, think about it. The trips that he made up that mountain and the times that he came down um, telling them of the word of God. And so why, why do we even want to know them? I think if God took time with his finger and his to go there, thou shalt honor your, do not commit, do not covet. And we have them in Exodus 20. Do they save you? No. But I think they're important. Moses thought they were important. He took a lot of trips. A lot. I couldn't do that. You have a specific call, Rolling Plains Global Church. You have a specific call in this place right here, and you're fulfilling it. You're next to the high school. You're fulfilling a wonderful call with youth. You're fulfilling a call with the community. There are other churches around, and they'll, God will meet their needs too. But you have a specific call. You know what it is? Matthew 28. Go ye therefore, making disciples, teaching them about the Father and the Son, baptizing them in the name of the Father, name of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. You have a wonderful call on your life. It's a great call. And to finish the the scripture reading before you go home, Matthew chapter 4. And keep in mind, watch Exodus 20. You'll have no other gods before you. Watch what Jesus does in Matthew chapter 4. Verse 3. He was tempted a couple of three times. And in verse 3, and when the tempter came to him, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm a firm believer that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. 
I don't believe you can ever be possessed if you are a born-again Christian and the Holy Ghost lives within you. He's your companion. He's your strength. Amen? He is. So, verse 3, and when the tempter, the devil came to him, and listen, the devil will dangle things in front of you. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now. If you can't handle your computer, sell it. If you can't handle that phone, get rid of it. Because he's holy. And we're to serve a holy God. We're not perfect. I get it. But he has called us to be holy. He has called you to be holy. And, and the tempter came to him and said, If thou will be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. And Jesus said, Of course. Why should we know these? Because he said, It is written. Every man or every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, man will live by uh, bread alone, shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And then the second temptation, Jesus uh, answered him when the devil said this, if thou be the son of God, can cast thyself down, be the... and then the devil says, because it's written. If thou be the son of God, Cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee, and in their hands shall he bear thee up, lest any time you will dash the foot against the stone. What a liar. What a liar the devil is. And I said it this morning, and I'll tell you, he wants you dead. He wants your children dead. He wants your grandchildren dead. He wants you to fail. But I'm telling you, if you're here this morning, and you're born again, and you've accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you are a child of the living God. Stand up, rolling plane. Stand out. Speak up, speak out. Do not compromise God's word. You, you all had a battle. Did you not? You had a battle. Stand up, stand out, and stand on God's word. Speak up and speak out. And God will honor it. He will. So he says, go ahead, Jesus, jump. And Jesus said, um, it is written that thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Remember, final, final note. Exodus 20. You'll have no other gods before you. None. So finally, the third temptation. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all of the kingdoms of the world. He didn't say the kingdoms of heaven. The devil will show you the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and said, all these things I will give thee. What a liar. If thou will fall down, watch, watch, and worship me. Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written. Are you ready? Exodus 1. You'll have no other gods before you. If we don't keep that, I don't know if we're, I don't know if we need the other nine. You'll have no other gods before you. Look what Jesus answered the devil. Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, 
because that's what the devil wanted. He wanted him to fall down and worship him. But watch how Jesus finishes the sentence. The Lord thy God you will worship, and him only thou will serve. Do I think it's important? Yes, I do. The entire word, I think, is important. I think it's important that we memorize born-again scriptures. I think it's important that we, we say John 3.16 quite often. Ready? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is what? Eternal life through who? Jesus Christ our Lord. Wow. All of sin and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is found in Christ Jesus. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. That will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved there was nothing else given that was it or whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved yes we should memorize but I think these scripture but I think these are important they're paraphrased I have them up here at the altar I hope we get rid of all of them um, again a big thank you to Missy for allowing us to use your laminator <laughs> To laminate these here for you. You gotta laminate them, then you gotta punch a hole in them, then you gotta put these crazy ribbons on it, and it takes a while to do that. 480 of them, oh Lord have mercy. <laughs> and to be able to come and share with you the Word of God, uh, it's an honor. Uh, it's just an honor. And I will go just about anywhere to pray. Uh, let's look. Before we close, we are a biker church. Um, everybody's welcome. Half of our people don't ride. But there are a few of us that, that have been called to go back into the places, uh, clubhouses, uh, biker bars, uh, do funerals for them, weddings for them. And that, that doesn't happen just by going into their clubhouse and saying, hey, here's a flyer, come to Biker Fest. You'll have to go in with the loud music, with the booze, with the marijuana smell, with the language. You've got to be prayed up to go in and love them. Don't throw stuff, love them. Somebody loved me. Somebody prayed for me. Somebody loved you. Somebody prayed for you. Amen. And you're you're here. You're here. You're here this this morning. Hopefully, giving praise to Almighty God for what He has done in your life. God has a top ten list, and I think we ought to know because He took time to write them for us. Literally with his finger. Twice he did it. When the first set were destroyed by Moses when he got so angry.
Um, Ryan is up there. We remember the little worship chorus that I was uh, we were trying to teach you. Um, I don't know if we've got that up there. Give you t maybe I didn't give it to you. Uh, Knowing you is the title of it. Lord, I want to know you. Lord, I want to know you better than I know me. Teach me, Lord, to know thy ways and to know thy truth. Amen. Don't you foul out of any ball games. <laughs> Feel stand and we'll sing. Thanks, Ryan. Come on, ladies. Now, look, I'm not John Alice. He talks a million miles an hour. So, <laughs> Having a good time in Florida, I'm sure. Rolling Plains Global Church. Thanks for having us here. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, um, we do have a, a few of our biker friends that are here, and here's what I'm going to ask them to do, if, if you don't mind, if I can overstep here a little bit. I'm going to ask them to come down to the altar, and, it, and in closing, if you would like to come and get one of these small Ten Commandment uh, uh, Bible markers, they will hand them to you. So we have some over here, and we have some over there. So if our biker friends would come, and hey, listen, they love you. That's why they're here. They've dropped the name over the rushing wind doorway to come to worship with rolling plains because we're all in one accord here. Amen. It's the blood of Christ that has saved each and every one of us. We are one army, the army of Almighty God. The worship chorus, uh, pretty simple. We sang it earlier. So I'll ask you if you will worship with us first we'll close and if you'd like to have some of these we hope you will come down and grab lord i want to know you better than i know me teach me lord to know your ways to know your truth lord i Lord, 
Teach me, Lord, to know your ways, to know your truth. Lord, I want to know you better than I know me. Teach me, Lord, to know your ways, to know your truth. Keep on calling. Come on, church. Keep on calling, calling, I will answer. Keep on calling, calling, I will come. Keep on calling, calling, I will answer. Keep on calling, calling, I will come. Lord, I want to know. Lord, I want to know. If you were fortunate enough to get one, let's take a peek at it. Put your reading glasses on <laughs> or hold it out a mile away from your eyes. Are you ready? Let's read them together. Here we go. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make any false idols. Thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. Remember the Sabbath. Honor thy father and mother. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, shalt not bear false witness. Hey, we're on our way to memorizing them. At the Rushy Wind Church, we call them inking them on our hearts. <laughs> Amen. Come on. You want to come and dismiss? Hey, listen, thank you so much for coming and being a part. Um, uh, we plan on taking these to youth camps. Uh, we're going to get some more and laminate them. We'll be using your laminator. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and some of the other churches that we'll be invited to to take, take our music and, and our message to. But thank you. We love you. We pray for you. Uh, we honor you today. Thank you for allowing us to come in and worship with you. Rolling Plains, let's show them some love. Thank you. All right, friends, have a wonderful, blessed week. Go in God's name. Go in peace. We love you. Have a wonderful week. You're dismissed.